too crazy for boys town, too much of a boy for crazy town. The child was an outcast. When you go to the men's room later, you'll see a sign that says, Gentlemen, pay no heed, go right in. There's no room that says scoundrel on it. You want to be a thug. You want to smoke weed and play cars all night, punk. I pride myself and think of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. He has the grace of a swan, the wisdom of an owl, and the eye of an eagle. Ladies and gentlemen, this man is for the birds. And so that'll make it a 4 nothing ball game. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. Welcome back. It is not here to argue. I am here. Jam is here. It's witching hour. I don't really know. What is, does that time of year, does it have a name where it's like there's basketball and there's football and there's playoff baseball and playoff women's basketball just wrapped up. College football is getting hot. College basketball is about to start. We need a name for that. Um, autumn autumn is it fall? that sucks that's it we need a good name oh you didn't say good yeah now you're right you get what you asked for um but nevertheless nevertheless we're here you're here and again this is something i know i've just said for a fact it's like i don't want to talk about this anymore until something new happens and something new keeps happening ben simmons he won't stop doing things now, he, he won't start doing any of the things that the 76ers uh, or m- much of the city of Philadelphia uh, would prefer he do. But uh, if you could pull up the what we just got a, a Woj bomb. Not Woj bombs keep coming. Yeah. They keep oh. coming all afternoon. Oh, boy. What the, what have I missed? Uh, he arrived at the practice facility and then left without doing anything. Sure, uh, is not I too sure show up to work and don't work, so I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know what the beef is here. He said he had back tightness to mm-hmm. several staff members, which is a classic, classic injury that you can't really call out. Like you can't prove that whatsoever. I do just several. He just says it. All. You know, my back hurts. <laughs> Shams said he's not mentally ready to play. Uh, and was receiving treatment on his back. And the Sixers medical staff have fully cleared him to play after treatment. Yeah, he's like, nah, man. I don't can y'all check it again? No, nah, it's for sure my back. Oh, 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 it's oh my god, man. I, you know, I should just go home for real, man. I should shouldn't even my other I'm back. Just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna get out of you guys' hair. Um I like this part. I like this is it's enough to make me wonder if this was part of the strategy all along, right? Because otherwise, like the move would have been like, you show up, you show up so they can't suspend you, can't withhold your money and then do this. Didn't say your back hurts and all this. But I wonder now if this was just part of it all. Like we know you'll lose a couple of checks, but we're trying to create the most chaos that we can. But why why couldn't he have done this without just uh without the money losing part? Why couldn't he have just shown up day one and just been like what? <sighs> I think you I think he had to show how far he was willing to go. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like all summer, I'm sure they were like, listen, he'll show up when the when the checks stop, he'll show up, he'll show up, he'll show up. 
And so when they stopped and he didn't show up for that first, I don't know, long enough to get suspended and long enough where they put the check in escrow. I don't know if he received that yet or not, but I think like it was kind of just drawing the line. Like I'm willing to, I'm willing to get uncomfortable with Daryl Morey. Are you? I know what Tim Bontem says twice a week allowed <laughs> uh, to no one in particular, but we're going to see. Because they suspended him one game. Uh, surprisingly, that didn't that didn't do the trick. He, he's up to his old uh, shenanigans again. I can't imagine they w- will have him tonight when they play the uh, the, uh, the Brooklyn Nets. Um, maybe the, I was going to say, maybe, definitely the favorite for the conference and still <laughs> probably for the title, even without Kyrie. And Ben Simmons, I feel like he's going to be like, if you're going to suspend me one game at a time, we can do that. I can show up all day, baby. I can like, we'll, how do y'all want to play it? There's many different ways to refuse to participate in a drill. Like he can just sit down on the court mm-hmm. like a toddler like that. I think I just want him to get real petty with it. That's what I'm so I. That's what we're going to see. We're going to see how uncomfortable Daryl Moore is, because, again, they look they look good the first game without him. So but tonight I'm pretty tonight has to Sixers Nets has to be the primetime game, I imagine. Uh, if they just come out there and get skunked, it's like, man, boy, they could use a 6'9", 6'10", multi-positional defender you could throw on anybody, man. They're just one of those guys short. Uh, and then Ben Simmons just tweets. I don't know. I don't, him just – I don't know. What's the single funniest thing Ben Simmons could tweet during the game? Like, say Philly's down by, like, 20 in the fourth quarter. What's the single funniest thing Ben Simmons could tweet out? Live footage of him just draining three pointers. <laughs> Back's feeling great, fellas. <laughs> with, with like the game on in the background, so you know it's like live. Like this wasn't recorded. This wasn't this summer. No, y'all getting your ass whooped right now. Splash. Sure looks you like need, you could use me out there. <laughs> you need me more. Splash. What about this MB? Splash. And then he just cut. He just cuts it off. I think that'd be very funny. So, I do. <laughs> I also like that it says Ben Simmons is currently not mentally ready to play. I just he just walked in and the doctor looked at him and was like, "Not yet." Uh, no, this man's clearly not mentally ready. Yeah, who leaked that? Was that Simmons or was that the 76ers saying like this is not a physical thing? Like this is. Well, that, all... I feel like it. <laughs> I feel like if the Sixers leaked it, I don't know how that helps his trade value. Simmons, I feel like it. It feels like a thing like you. Does he even have to leak it? Stuff it's gonna get out. Like you know what I mean. He could, of course, if he wanted to. But the second he shows up there, it's gonna get out. The second he gets tossed out of practice, it's gonna like all this stuff gets out. You don't. I don't know if you really need to. I like how it gets out slowly because at first it was like <laughs> Ben Simmons didn't do uh, or didn't practice there or like left the facility, and then it's like twenty minutes later, and you can just tell it's just like Shams and Woj just like furiously texting their sources, like he right. asked him to do a drill and he didn't do it. And yeah, what, 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 what was it? Knockout? What, what were we put <laughs> around uh, around the world? Do we know what drill we were playing? We need this confirmed by two sources. God damn yeah, it! So I... we're journalists. Yeah, I did, this is Big J talk. So if Simmons is just going to show up and just be like, huh, well, today my back hurt. But if tomorrow he's just like, man, it is, I cannot feel my hair, man. I just can't go out there and play in this in this kind of condition, man. I'm going to go on and hit the hot tub. Uh, you boys have fun in uh, Detroit. I'm sure it's nice and warm this time of year. And he just goes home. I'd like that. I'd like that quite a bit. 
And I'm waiting to see. It sounds like they haven't officially suspended him for tonight, which feels like a format. I mean, I don't know how the indefinite suspension doesn't come. That just feels like a he suspended indefinite. Like, we're not going to do this every day with you, dude. But again, Daryl Moore is willing to get uncomfortable. By saying it's related to his back, Simmons has played it nicely because they can't, I don't think they can suspend him indefinitely with like without cause. If he can just say mm-hmm. it's back injury. They list him as out, like back, and then questionable. Keep, yeah, keep getting those checks. That's when all he has to do is let it get as far as he wants, and be like, "Man, you know, I was going up through warmups, and I, I it tightened up." Like that's, I feel like that would be as far as it goes. And so again, it, I think the question now is: Is Daryl Morey being willing to get uncomfortable? Is that a good thing? Right, like have some shame, man. Get, get right with, you want to keep going through this for how long? Like how long? Um, it's like Daryl Morey's like just making his family live on the streets. Like I'm willing to be uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm you, right. Like your family, Daryl Morey. <laughs> just like Daryl Morey refused to put on pants. I'm not uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm not uncomfortable at all. Uh, he's being held in a Philly prison uh, for a decent exposure. So it's like, what? Maybe like the whole point. Simmons doesn't feel uncomfortable enough to change. Daryl Morey doesn't feel un- like. It what's uh, I, I just don't know. Like it, it, it just doesn't feel. And like a certain point, maybe they had that once he reported to camp, it felt like they were starting to have the leverage. But now that he's shown he's willing to act, whatever, I don't know what other leverage they have. He's willing to blow money. He's willing to like show up and make it uncomfortable. He's I mean, not even he didn't ask the questions, but his teammates Embiid has to be like just tired of being asked about it. Like, well, he's pissed off. Embiid, once he got thrown out of practice, I'm not babysitting him. Yeah, I don't care for that man. I mean, and again, rightfully so. But it's like Embiid's like, Daryl, man, can you do? He's like, no, I'm willing to be uncomfortable. And he just sets the uh, Philly office on fire because he's willing to be uncomfortable. (laughs) Uh, A lot of people don't know that. So I. I don't know if you will pull up the I suggested a trade just because I I feel like I've seen a lot of the team suggested. I was like, I want to I want to put some some dollars uh, and assets to this. Excuse me. I've long said I think the San Antonio Spurs. Can and I think they should. Trade for Ben Simmons. So I got asked, you know, what's the deal look like? I said, okay, let me head to the old trade machine. This works out again as with any trade. I think this is the trade. You'll be surprised. The trade was criticized online. What? Uh, yeah. No, we'll get to that. But the trade the San Antonio Spurs get Ben Simmons. The Philadelphia 76ers get DeJounte Murray, Lonnie Walker, Thaddeus Young. Uh, first 2025 first round pick from the Bulls, 2023 and 2026 first round picks from the Spurs. Okay. That works in the. Trade machine, Sixers get three players, three picks. Spurs get Ben Simmons. Your thoughts on this trade? I mean, it seems like a fair amount of value. I'm a huge Thad Young guy. Uh, Always been a huge Thad Young guy. I think he would actually pair kind of quite nicely with Embiid. DeJounte Murray is just a solid player. Uh, Long defensive guy. Um, Three first-round picks seems like a lot. I just can't imagine... Uh, ben Simmons and Pop getting along. Like, Pop doesn't feel like he... Uh, him and Kawhi really didn't get along, and Kawhi wasn't nearly as public with his shenanigans. I just think, like, those two 
they might not mesh well together. But other than that, I think it like it makes sense because if you're the Spurs, how else are you going to get superstar talent? Right. Other than like I'm, I guess maybe tanking this year and hoping you get um Well, and we'll get to that. We'll get to that. So the offer that was the second thing that I got is like there's no way Simmons and Popovich. One I really do think Ben Simmons issue like his issues with Philly only. I just don't think there'll be any of this until like going up until I don't know what six months ago, right? Like he <laughs> he was just not seen as a so I feel like he gets back to that. I feel like we hear that with Anthony Davis or Hart, anybody who forces their nobody cares ultimately. They these players have shown Blake Griffin, Nick, Nick Batum. They get into a situation they want to be in and they're like, I'm fine. I am happy. This is good. I feel like this would be similar to pop had he let DeMar DeRozan not shoot threes and LaMarcus Aldridge like gradually shoot threes, maybe to the detriment of like the team. But I'll, I feel like he lets players play to their strengths. So I feel like on the court, I feel like he lets players play to their strengths off the court. I really just don't like again, Simmons that I know of. People were saying he leaked like the Cali teams. I I didn't see that, so I don't know how official it is. It feels like, uh, yeah, like Lakers, Clippers, War, like if you're just going to pick a state to trade me to, Kings, but you roll the dice. Um, so I don't think, it, I, I just personally don't think it would be an issue. He'd be locked, he'd be signed, which was the issue with Kawhi. Yeah, but Ben Simmons has shown that that doesn't really matter. So what happens when Pop <laughs> calls him out and he's real what? stern with him? He's oh, my back hurts again. Well, listen. <laughs> or he starts partying with those uh, large San Antonio women. You know what? What's going on there? <laughs> well, he gets Barkley to come back. Counterpoint. He gets Barkley to come back, and it's a, it's a, it's like Kawhi and Paul George. You really get two for one. Uh, no, I'm. There's that option. Of course, there's the you know, there's the back series. You want to trade for a guy with the back? I just. In general, oh, just no, no, I don't, I don't care about. Uh, uh-huh. I don't actually think he's hurt. I just think him being signed long term doesn't really mean anything anymore because right. he's, if he's willing to hold out at this point. Like, why is he not? He's well, again because I think it's for the, I think it's for this situation. I think it's like again. I think it's again. I could be wrong. Like, but there's risk in any trade. I feel like it's just this. He's like, I want out now. It wasn't about. Four years of what? Because again, a year ago when he signed, there wasn't this issue. Like I do, I really do feel like this. It probably had been simmering for a while, and the playoffs sent it over the edge. Uh, it happens, but this is what playoff year three or four, where he just didn't do the same thing that people expect him to keep doing. So, also Chip England, who is this refined Spurs co- a shooting coach. Supposed to be just the best shooting. If there, if ever there was somebody to link up with Ben Simmons, and I think Chipping, like as soon as he meets him, just shakes his hand, just immediately breaks his hand. <laughs> it's like you shoot with that one now. Uh, Simmons is just thirty eight percent from three, uh, eight point two attempts per thirty six, just drilling him. You gotta, you gotta break him down. You just gotta yeah. stomp on his left hand <laughs> and build him back up. That's Chip England's secret. Uh, you don't have harm. hands now. Yeah, physical harm. Um, but again, like my point was saying, it was the framework. It's like this can it could be Dejounte Murray or Derek White. That's kind of the salary you need. Thad Young is just 
I, like you said, I think he would fit really good either off Embiid or in some case, just be the backup center to Embiid. Like some matchups, maybe you need Drummond, but in most, I prefer Thad Young just because he's a better basketball player, personally. Um, like you go Walker, Lonnie Walker, or Keldon Johnson. People were like, well, Lonnie Walker's a clutch client. I don't think they want to go there. I'm like, oh, Tyrese Maxey is too. There's there's only few. I, I don't. I, that's one thing I don't think ultimately matters. Oh yeah, like I don't at think all. It transfers. Like, Maybe uh, Clutch hates Boston, um, but other than maybe. that, <laughs> but, mean, here, but even that, he, do y'all have any Clutch clients now? Not that I can think of. That's what I feel like. It gets to a point where it's like, listen, if we're not going to deal with it, Rich Paul's like, it's a good thing. Like we we don't we don't go there. So that's a good. Or thing. it just gets to a point where Rich Paul's like, I'm running a giant agency right now. At some point, my <laughs> players are going to go everywhere. Like I can't right. I can't hold grudges. Well, it's. Like, well, even I feel like it's the other way around. I can sign infinite players. There are 30 teams in 12 or whatever 15 roster spots. I he gets all-star talent. He gets like top five picks. So it's like, okay, you okay. You don't want Darius Gar- All right, fine by me. Uh but it could be Walker. I know he's a Pennsylvania native. Uh I just feel like that would be a very Philly thing. He just comes back and wears an Eagles hat one time and they just love him more than Ben Simmons. <laughs> they ever love Ben Simmons. They've got Devin Vassell. They've got Primo. Though I imagine the Spurs keep them. But again, I feel like people are saying the picks were too much. I'm fine with that. But the whole point, like picks and pick swaps have shown you can get as creative as you want. I would. I feel like the Chicago pick and at least one Spurs pick feels minimum. After that, whatever. If you want to throw in another pick, if you want to throw in another pick swap, whatever. But the framework would be Philly getting an all-defense guard, point guard, and replace of Ben Simmons. Lonnie Walker, who's still young and cheap, has some two-way potential. Thaddeus Young, who can help right now in a championship, uh, to help a championship window. And two or three picks moving forward. Is that the haul you thought you were going to get for Ben Simmons? Can't be. Cannot be. But here we are, because Daryl Morey will not feel shame. Will not feel shame. I, he's like desperate to get a star back, which really just doesn't feel like it's going to happen. At what point do you say we have Joel Embiid, mm. who it could be the MVP if he plays enough, was playing like the most valuable player last year before he got hurt. Mm-hmm. At what point is our responsibility, no matter the comfort level, to just like build the best possible team to put around Joel Embiid and just like let's maximize Joel Embiid as much as possible? Right. I, I mean, I if I were Daryl Moore, I'm not. Sometimes I get uncomfortable, so I I, I could never be Daryl Moore. But yeah, at a certain because they could trade Simmons like somewhere and probably get a haul of picks, which helps the organization. That doesn't help a, a prime Joel Embiid right now. So that's why again, I think you need some like the Thad Young, Dejounte Murray, Lonnie Walker. Is any of those guys making an All Star team? Probably not. There's an outside shot at Lonnie Walker, maybe Murray, but. Pro- almost certainly not now the picks the picks or whatever but it's like you want a haul for this player that the organization and city has just been like four years shitting on like that's how this he's terrible he has the worst flaw in the world it doesn't matter how good the rest of his stuff is we demand an all nba player and several picks in return and alas it has not happened yet so i think philly gets some I mean, I think it's much needed depth, honestly. Like, I just don't. If you if Embiid's your hub, 
the point would be to just put as many things around him. And if you have the options to go to like Thad Young or Tobias Harris around him, DeJounte, uh, DeJounte Murray, uh, Seth Green, Tyrese Max, or Seth Green, Seth Curry, Danny Green, Lonnie Walker, Tyrese Maxey, Shake Milton. That just feels like a lot of, it's like if Embiid's healthy, he's the hub. We'll figure, and Tobias really, with as well as he played last year, fill in the three spots around them. And that's that's our championship plan. The third thing I heard people said, like, why the Spurs, this doesn't move the needle for the Spurs, which I, I see and I don't like they're going to be bad anyway. Right. Like they're, this is not a uh, take. I'm trying to projected at 28 and a half wins. OK, so they're projected to be the 11th seed, 11 games behind the 10th seed. So not even close. This is the worst because you're not going to be in the bottom five for the draft lottery and you're not going to be in the top 10 for the play in. And if you're willing to tank, then, yeah, I would agree. Don't trade for Ben Simmons. I just don't like Greg Popovich is 72 and has won 30, I think 32 and 33 games the last two years, not made the playoffs. I don't think he's willing to maybe. I mean, I think they should have probably been done this. But it doesn't sound like they're willing to. If they're not, the point of it is to acquire an all-star talent, right? You're not going to draft it because, again, you're in, you're in hell with the 11th seed. You're you're praying for lottery hope, but it's not. I don't think you can plan on that. Ben Simmons would give you a a bird in hand, and like if you, that trade right there, what's that say? Plus three wins, minus three wins for the Spurs. Do you think this trade, like for only on court? Do you think the spur that helps the Spurs 28 and a half wins or hurts it hurts them? I just don't think it has that much of an impact. Like it, it doesn't make them worse. And according to the trade machine, it does make them worse, which is like what they want to be doing. So why not have Ben Simmons for three years and get a worse draft pick? That's my whole point. Like, okay, you're bad this year. Everyone can agree that. Okay. The point of being bad, you are trying to find and acquire all-star talent under contract. Okay, Ben Simmons is probably he probably is more of a probably floor, I'm probably ceiling raising than floor raiser. Like again, you could put him on this team and they probably they just still wouldn't be very good. Like they have Poidel, they still have Poidel, Derek White, Keldon, Vassell, Primo, Doug McDermott, Zach Collins, like a perfectly mid 11 seed. A perfectly mid but why not be a 14th seed? Have Ben Simmons in your program for a year. Like that's <laughs> like either, okay. It's like say you get Simmons and then you in get your Victor. Program. Yeah, say you get Simmons in there, and it's like, oh man, he's motivated. He's here. He buys in. Maybe he pushes you into the ten seed, which I feel like is what Pop would prefer to compete. Or he's bad, and it's like, okay, we stunk. Depending on which pick you give up, it's like, okay, we got a lottery pick this year. Ben Simmons, and then Keldon Primo, like all. It's not bad stuff if you're like, you got another pick coming in. And depending on like the Spurs, they could give their their, their uh, pick this year. They could give it next year. So it's like, okay, just in case they could put protections. Like with picks, it could be anything you want. But I just feel like it would be a good thing either way to acquire somebody who's better than anybody they have right now. Somebody who has even if he doesn't get better, like the knock on Simmons being he doesn't get better. If he doesn't get better, he's still better than anybody they have right now. 
maybe he's somebody you can build like a team around and succeed. Who better to find that out than arguably the greatest coach of all time? Like, I, I just don't feel like there's a whole lot of downside from their point of view. It's either you're still the 11th seed and you have an all-star talent. Like, he helps your defense, I feel like, automatically. Um, but also, no. you don't even have to play. Like, rest him on back-to-backs. I think Pop was – he wants to be competitive, but he was pretty willing to tank once David Robinson went down in 1997, like, and they got Tim Duncan. Bring well, I mean, that's in And just, like, see if he works out. If he has a bad back, maybe you don't uh, necessarily have to play him every game. Exactly. Yeah, that don't have to be hey, load management is the term now. Develop some uh, of the players and like I don't know, go get go get make sure you have a top three pick or something like. Yeah, it's hard like, with the lottery odds now, like where you can't guarantee it. But right, what are they playing for in the West Can conference right now? The only thing is roster. Even if things go worst case scenario, I think Oklahoma City is going to be worse. I think Houston is going to be worse. Orlando, maybe probably Detroit. Cleveland looked good last night, but did like they'll be in down and around there now because they changed it. You got to get into the bottom four. I just don't think they can get into that bottom four. Now, again, you maybe you get some lottery luck, you jump from I don't know, nine to four or whatever, which is great, but you can't plan on that. But again, like you said, maybe I don't think there's a number one guy that like uh Paolo Banchero, he's a kid going to Duke. Maybe the season starts and he's just that guy. Like, he's just like, oh, okay, he's worth tanking for. Like, again, Ben Simmons, he's is, not. Is he's Victor not in this him. draft or the next draft? I think, actually, yes. If you could show, uh, was it, I guess, 2022 Tankathon, they'll have whoever's top. Now, the 2023, that's the one. Let's see if we can find that one. Too. That's the one that's projected to be uh, Chet Holmgren, uh, Jalen Duran, Money Bates. And then the following year is our boy Victor, I believe. This one has uh, Chet in this draft. Oh, is Chet? Okay, maybe he is. I was thinking. Uh... Yeah, because he's a freshman this year. Okay, Gonzaga, okay. that's, so that's can... on me. I was thinking Chet Holmgren was. Okay, no, we're already here. Damn, time really doesn't mean it. Yeah, because Jalen Duran's already here too. Uh, does it have e- So there's no E-Money Bates in there. Which because doesn't make thing, sense because isn't he going to be a freshman this year? Well, I think he. I think the thing with him is he might be. I think he's so young he has to do like he can do a year at Memphis and then a year in the G League if he wants, or two years in Memphis. Or, but I think he has to do two just because he reclassified. Oh, it's based. I thought it was based on graduation, but it makes sense if it's like based on age. And so he, if he's like seventeen, then yeah. that's what I think he like did all that and graduated. But I think he's still seventeen. Um, but it, like Jay, I've heard good things about Jaden Hardy. He's playing in the G League this year. If Chet, again, okay, so if Chet Holmgren, by all accounts, Chet Holmgren is supposed to be that like a very, I would say a great prospect. Like he's not Win Banyama, but Win Banyama is like special, special. So it's not a bad thing. So if you start and Chet Holmgren's that guy, or Jalen Duran looks good, or Banchero, any of those guys look good, it's like okay. Worst case, oh my god, I'd hate to go into next year with Ben Simmons and Chet Holmgren and Keldon Johnson, Vassell, Primo. You know what I'm saying? I, I just feel like that puts you in a better. I, I don't think there's a lot of risk for San Antonio here. I also think the San Antonio makes sense because there are all the other teams you mentioned are going to be bad. They're already like not great, but they have these kind of like young building blocks that they're going to right. be building up around. 
the teams who are better than San Antonio have stars that they're probably not wanting to give up. Exactly. Like the like the Wizards don't want to give up Bradley Beal. The um, Trailblazers don't want to give up Damian Lillard. Like there's no the Spurs are kind of in that mold of we don't have any like this purgatory great building blocks and we don't have any stars and so yeah, it's it, it, it's the and I think what hurts them is this. I feel like the writing was on the wall for this the past two years. I feel like they just could like the past thirty two and thirty three wins. They didn't completely underachieve. They were based around like Demar Derozan and and like 22 year olds yeah they're gonna be bad so it just feels like you need to start getting like elite talent in the house ben simmons is but he's all-star talent i think that's elite talent but you want to he's better than anybody they have right now on just as a basketball player so we'll see what happens i'm looking forward to uh who he yells at or what his neck bone connected to the ankle whatever hurts on him I hope he has a new injury every week. Yeah, oh, I got that shin splints. He said, "What did I say? I said it was my left. Oh, it's definitely the right one. This is, oh my god. Oh, oh, I can't even open this door. Uh, and then he just shows him later, just slam dunking, just playing full court <laughs> basketball uh, at home. But alas, there was a in, in our preseason props. There was one thing I had I wanted to get on the record." before the season i just forgot to read so i will read it now my seedings for the teams like our playoff teams i forgot to read that so from the east we'll start from the bottom up orlando 15 i just it's a good thing like new coach all young players there should be like if they get Holmgren or somebody that would be a good thing or whoever the next guy is 14 i think i'm just generally this is what i think they should do indiana i think i feel like indiana's kind of I just don't see it, man. I mean, I know Rick Carlisle's there, but um, I just. Do you I understand think, how prepared he is? He's so prepared. And he and is I'm, not prepared for 14. <laughs> and the thing, like, they just re-signed Brogdon. I don't know. if I know they were talking with Levert. I don't know if he got re-signed, too. But it, it just feels like, are, are they really just going to, like, run this back again? Like, you're not going to trade Miles. Like, you're not going to change anything. You're not going to try anything. They gave I mean, up like a 20 point second half lead last night. <laughs> yeah. TJ Warren is apparently just hurt worse than like it just keeps seem, seeming like he's come back is pushed back. I just don't even at best case, I don't see it. So I would hope they would go 14. 13. I had I'll keep these the same as I had him. 13th Cleveland. Evan Moby looked good last night. I don't know what you saw. I just I mean I didn't watch it. I just saw some of the highlights. I know he had like 17 points, nine boards, six assists. He has 17 points nine boards six assists he played i think the most impressive thing i think he played 38 36 or 38 minutes because my thing was like okay he yeah, he's a frail kid having marking it and jared allen's not a bad thing they played all three of them now they got whooped i think they <laughs> lost by a lot of points but i don't ha- but again with cleveland they're trying like try something shit what's the di- like they're bringing a core off the bench okay and mobley like he's blocking shots that stay inbounds and like going behind the back, like he's he he's gonna be a problem. I think he he's really gonna be a problem sooner rather than later. But I got Cleveland thirteen, uh, Washington twelve. I just don't think that's a, a very good team. Eleven Detroit. I'm a little higher. I feel like people have probably Indiana and Detroit. That's pretty high team. for Detroit. Well, I, is they won twenty games last year and were a league average defense. So I feel like defensively there's something there. 
offensively, the only people creating shots were Killian Hayes or Corey Joe. Er, yeah, and Corey Joseph. Those guys are back, but now they added Cade Cunningham. Jeremy Grant had like the year of uh of the summer of Olympic, you know, uh push. Dwayne Case is a good coach. I feel like they'll they'll put like they want to get in the play in. I just don't think they're there yet. Um 10, I got Toronto, nine, Charlotte, eight, Chicago, seven, Miami, which I, I feel like I've seen Miami like third of people. I, again, I've said just the depth. I'm just concerned about their depth. Six, New York. New York looked good last night. I know you disagree. Uh, I was impressed with uh, with Julius, <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's about it. But Julius mm-hmm. was damn good. I was, mm-hmm. I, I was not a Julius believer last year, uh, and I had to really, uh, really shut myself up last night because he was uh, punishing the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. New York six. I got Philly five. I just I don't know with the Ben Simmons stuff. Boston four. Whew, I might need to put if if Jason Tatum's just gonna not make a shot all year, then I think I'm gonna have to drop the Celtics. But, well, if Juice is gonna score forty <laughs> all year, then you know maybe just they flip rules. Well, I think the problem with that is that they both took thirty shots. That's the <laughs> when one of you's having a career night and one of you's having the uh, opposite of a career night. That shouldn't both be thirty. But I got Boston four, Atlanta three. They, I just think they have the depth and little experience now. Brooklyn 2, Milwaukee 1. Out West, got the Rockets 15th, Thunder 14, Spurs 13th. This is not assuming a Ben Simmons trade. I could I could, I could push them up to 11, maybe 12, uh, you know, if they're willing to roll the dice. But 12 Kings, 11 Pelicans, 10 Wolves, Grizzlies, Blazers, Mavericks. Those are my four playing teams. I've seen, I think, I don't know if Zach Lowe, he was, had like the Mavericks like second or third. He was like, could I see the Mavericks winning the West? Probably. I said, what? What are you talking about, Zach Lowe? I, I just don't, the same team that can't beat the Clippers and didn't really do anything to <laughs> to beat the Clippers. If they run into the Clippers again, they're boned again. Is Chris Tapps Porzingis still their second best player? <laughs> I, was he ever? I think, he's, I think he that. is, and that's the problem. <laughs> But I got them like playing Lucas enough to you know keep you in it. Six Clippers, five Nuggets, four Warriors, three Lakers, two Jazz, one Suns. The top, I think the top two teams are just like they are focused on the like their pedal to the metal. They want to win 60, 62, whatever home court matters. Lakers, Warriors. I mean, I think they're less deep teams, but also less concerned with seeding, I believe. So I'm not like playoff rounds. I'm not going to get into that yet. Yet. But the contract extension window just passed. If you could pull up the, uh, I think it was the 20, this for the 2018, yeah, 2018 draft. Now, there were a number of players who are already extended, like Luca, Trey, Michael Porter Jr., Wendell Carter Jr. Is that it? Oh, no. Shea and Robert Williams. And there were a few players that got players before, or excuse me, got deals before the deadline. And all these happened since last week. So Grayson Allen, two years, 20 million. That just, I don't Sure. Why not? Sure. Like, I, I feel like my thing, is like when DiVincenzo comes back, I feel like he comes back and wants that, or like at the very least more than that. 
which I mean, that's tomorrow's problem. So sure. Landry Shamit four for 43. I'm only intrigued because every single team that's had Landry Shamit has traded him immediately, like made the playoffs and then traded him immediately. Uh, now I did hear like Monty Williams, I think was in Philly Landry Shamit's rookie year. So they have that history four for 43. Like, if nothing else, it's that tradable side. Like he can shoot a little bit. I feel like he can play minutes and he's what's that 11 million ish. That can get you in some trades. Herder, four for 65, uh, back to the Hawks. I think that's a very fair deal. A very fair. Uh, I think he's like Herder said it. He's like, I just talking to NBA like 100 million is kind of not of a lot of money. Um, he's like, it really is. So I took the 65. <laughs> I get it. Uh, again, I think that for a deal has to be to be bad, really bad. I think it has to be untradeable. If something happens with Kevin Herter, you can trade him for sixteen. You can trade that tomorrow. Mikhail Plus, Bridges, he can shoot. Like you can just trade. Like, he can shoot. Yeah, he can shoot. He can handle the ball. Like, listen. If depend on how many of these Hawks pieces they keep, they're line. They're set up perfectly for a big trade. Perfectly. Uh, Mikael Bridges, four for ninety. I think this was. Uh, they got to give him uh, his own parking spot or something. He did them a favor because if he wanted to run this out and get as much money as he could have, he could have got more than this. He could at least got, you know, the 105 that Jaron Jackson got if he was willing to wait a year. So him doing that deal is a good thing. Jaron Jackson, four for 100, betting on the injury history. But he takes a little guaranteed money. So I get that. But the news is, if you scroll down a little bit, the players who did not get extensions, most importantly, the top two picks in the damn draft. We don't get this right ever. We literally, we, like for two different reasons, like Aiden probably stays with the Suns. Bagley definitely does not stay with the Kings. But Aiden wanted the max. They didn't want to give it to him. I, I, I think there are valid reasons to be hesitant on giving him the max. But it just feels like a thing he's he's going to get now rather than later. If he if you know his personality, you know he's the type of he okay, he needs that over his head to keep him going. Okay. I don't I just don't I wouldn't want it to come to a like I did everything what I needed to last year. Now do I need to get 20 points? Is that what you want? Do I need to get 15 rebounds? Do I need to start blocking shots instead of staying home on assignments? What do I need to do to get the max? But I don't think it'll play an issue. Bagley, oh boy! I don't think this could have went any worse. Like from start to for reasons that are not his fault, I want to make clear. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't yeah. know what he is as a player. I think that's the because you, you don't you don't watch college ball like at no. all, do you? Okay, so going in, it was like the bigs were Aiden Bagley, Triple J, but it was the Luca draft. So. Aiden went first, but I was like, I like just physically, he just like looked like an NBA center day one. The Arizona tie-in with Sarver, which is just classic bad owner stuff. Uh, Bagley at two. I remember at the time because Coley was high on Bagley. I was not. The reason I was not high on Bagley is for the reasons that it's shown. He's a like a stretch four or five. I don't think he can shoot enough 
to make it work offensively and defensively. I don't think he can protect the rim and I don't think he's quick enough to defend. So I don't, I feel like he's kind of, <laughs> he's not good at shooting or yeah, it's a, defense what, or offense. Or... Yeah. Like what's it called when uh, he's like the ant, I feel like Tobias Harris is good at like all the, like all the tweener things you would want. And yeah, we're looking at Marvin Bagley's stats here. Now last year, probably his best. He's also battled injury concerns. Um, Played 62, 13, and 43 games over three years. But 50% last year, 30, 50% from the field, 34% from three, 58% from the free throw line. Not, Yikes. Uh, not particularly That's good. It's not indicative of great shooting. No. And again, you see like one assist, not quite a steal, not quite a block. Um, so 14 and seven. Fine, like go down to uh, advanced numbers if you could. Because I feel like here we go. I just want to see like what what are the defensive numbers? I just feel like he just hasn't been very good generally. A negative uh, defensive two, box plus eight. minus. Yeah. Um, well, he's also got a negative offensive box plus minus <laughs> to be to, to be completely fair. So he's somebody. I again the Kings. It just didn't. They're an incompetent franchise. I can't put this all on him. Now, some like his, his agency tweeting things and his pops like arguing with the franchise, probably not for the best. His pop, his agency basically just going directly to Brian Windhorst and saying, uh, here's our list of complaints. And Brian Windhorst saying, I will publish that. Yeah, well, here's the thing. They also tweeted, it was like, just in case, Wendy, we'll uh, <laughs> we'll double up. And so I, I feel like Marvin Bagley is an elite whoever gets him next candidate. Like if he there was he was thin he's filled out a little bit if he's healthy, there is somebody who I'm trying to even think like I was trying to think of some teams I just don't know it's just not going to take very much to get him like if he could if he ended up in Golden State somehow where he just like Draymond just does the five part of it he'd be fine again Milwaukee of course uh, Spurs I wonder again they just need like high ceiling potential players if they could get him for cheap. Um, I thought the Jazz, if they think they can turn him into kind of that that mobile-ish backup center, like there's still talent there. It's it's just not working. Um, what the show me those extensions again if you still got them, please. There we go. So Bagley probably out. Bomba probably out. They extended Wendell Carter Jr. Not Bomba, so he'll probably be on a new team. He could probably thrive on the next team. Uh, Colin Sexton's an interesting one. Colin Sexton's interesting because I feel like he's someone who's been knocked every year, but just gotten better every year. Like for all the knocks he had and still has not a perfect play. He just, I don't know, keeps getting better. And I just don't know what a fair, like a fair deal is probably something in between like Herder got four for 65. Triple J got four for 105, like four for 85 feels fair. But if I'm Colin Sexton, I don't want fair. Yeah. I I want $100 million. I don't, yeah, I don't want fair. Who would you rather have, Mikhail Bridges or Colin Sexton? I know they play different positions, but the, like. Bridges. I feel Like Bridges fits on any team. Sexton, I think, can be successful on. It, it's going to have to look a certain way. Bridges fits with he could start on every single thing. You just wouldn't have to change anything. So if you're the Cavs, you're not giving him more than four years and ninety because that's well, probably that's why the, he didn't get an extension. But I'll also say this though: we've seen, and this is why I thought they might try to get a deal. 
done soon. The last, I think, two, three playoffs, particularly finals, and I don't think the trend is slowing down. The most elite skill as you go along is can you get can you create a shot for yourself? Colin Sexton has shown he can do that at a elite level. Like if I don't know what it would take, but I was last year it was like with the uh 76ers trade Ben Simmons for Sexton. I'd be like, I'd be trying to trade everything, not that to get them together. I feel like they would be perfect together. But let Ben Simmons like run the offense or whatever. When it gets late in the game, Sexton. The non-Embiid stuff from the perimeter. Let Sexton do that. So there's a role for him somewhere. If he's betting on getting, I mean, I don't know what the number he has in his head, but if if he's like Bridges got 90 and he can't dribble, I can dribble. I don't hate it. Miles Bridges, RTB, MB is another one. Just because I he's... I could see if he took like a bird in the hand, but he could also play himself into a lot of money this summer. So I get that one. DiVincenzo coming off an injury. I imagine they get something done with him. And Lonnie Walker, uh, future Philadelphia 76er. Lonnie Walker. Still unsigned. Is that it? Is, it, is anybody under that? That's it. It's funny That's because it. it's notable players who didn't sign extensions, but there's like, there's a whole bunch of players who were drafted that year who are not notable. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think there's also a whole lot of pl- like that just didn't fit any of the cri- like they just didn't even make it through their rookie deal. And that's why every I just like every year looking at this because every single year I just just by the numbers we get it wrong, we're going to keep getting it wrong. Like but one at the draft, but two at the contract, well, like you have another chance and we get it wrong again. Kevin Knox Sorry to uh hey, fuck you. Um <laughs> uh I, I can't imagine Kevin Knox. Well, actually, who, you know what? Who is Jerome Robinson? <laughs> like, I just don't know who that person is. It Jerome, that was one of those not even like kidding or being bad. It's like at the time, it's like that was a bad pick. It was like with Michael Porter Jr., right? Even if Michael Porter Jr. never played a game and you picked him, it worked, it would work out better than Jerome Robinson. And with all due respect, Zaire Smith, who the Sixers tried to kill, might not, not even be a real person. Uh, DiVincenzo Walker Herder is a pretty strong, like, so like, hey, you can't get talent outside the bull, bull crap. I say, uh, a co, I could see a Kogi stand with Minnesota, like, he's he gets men, like, I could see Knox, like, it's just the Kentucky connection. He, he, he's good vibes. I could see him saying, <laughs> um, Hutchinson's bounced around, Holiday's on a different team, Simons. This is year nine. For the uh, Anthony Simons breakout, um, Wagner's on a different team. Shamit Williams, Jacob Evans moves like just pretty much like a third. I don't a good third of this was just I feel like a third got extensions, a third didn't, and a third are not in the NBA anymore. Or like just not in the still among us. <laughs> but um, I don't know. Looking forward to. I don't know. Somebody's going to play themselves. Somebody either bridges. One of the bridges is going to be like, damn, I messed up. Like if Miles waits and gets 120, Mikhail's going to be like, damn. Or if Miles gets 60, he's going to be like, damn. Should have took that 90. Um, but interesting to see how that plays off. Um, Baby boy of the week. Baby boy of the week. Jam, it's time for baby boy of the week. First, 
one of the NBA season. This is really when uh, it was slim pickings. It was slim pickings uh, during the summer. But alas, we made it. And baby boy of the week, Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Anthony Towns. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I wanted to give it to Julius. Yes, I did. Uh, 35 points and almost a triple-double. But then Carl Anthony Towns played 29 minutes, but scored 30 points, had 10 boards, two assists, two steals, two blocks, and was a plus 34 in 29 minutes. He scored 30 points on 11 of 15 shooting. Three for four from three, five for five from the free throw line. They were up 30 minutes, uh, up 30 minutes, up 30 points with like three minutes left in the third quarter. Like just a thorough ass whooping. And this is exactly what you're supposed to do against the Rockets. If you are a playoff play-in, fan to yourself as a contending team, this is exactly what you're supposed to do. So, salute to him. Great start. You're doing great. Maybe Ben Simmons plays for them soon. Um, 11 for 15 is just like a, a good-looking number up there. Uh, with, with three threes, like – that's a that's an efficient evening. Well, it's yeah, three threes. Like you got to the line, nailed all those. Two assists, two steals, two block, like a little of everything. And again, if the Rockets are going to be the 14th or 15th seed, this is what you're supposed to yeah, go out there and just completely outclass them. And I didn't I I think Jalen Green was like four for 14. And it's yeah. like listen, the people picking him rookie of the year is I think it's gonna be a lot more of these nights. Like, he's just, like, physically. I don't think he got to the free throw line. I think it's going to be one of those things. He's like, holy shit, those guys are big. Um, he'll have some great nights for sure, but he couldn't get off against the Timberwolves defense. That's uh, that's tough. Um, but, yes, Carl Towns is the baby boy of the week. And we'll close. Something we don't talk about a lot. Uh, college football. It's college football. Uh season and last week i did a college football myself in person i don't remember how the game ended per se but i will say i'm still very proud of kentucky for not scoring as many points as georgia we just ran out of time didn't they cover though oh listen it came down to literally there was a kentucky was driving at the at the very it was 30 to 30 to 7 line was 21 and a half and the under was i think 45 so like people are still interested uh in how this goes kentucky tries to run like a quick play and score gets stuffed at the goal line calls a timeout with three seconds left that's why i was like oh boy (laughs) oh boy somebody just shit their pants and somebody just lost their kneecaps. Uh, maybe the same person. Maybe the same person. But scored on the next play to cover the spread. Had the extra point blocked and a field goal blocked earlier, which hit the under two. So I don't know what the hell Vegas be doing. But it's, it's shady. Wait, they called the timeout uh, just to score that touchdown and then didn't go for two like at that point you're just like running up points like what's the point of kicking that field and they got that's exact but hey like i I went to some guy happened to get through the line and block hey man what uh i told a friend of mine like he was a georgia fan he's the one i went with 
like leading up to it or like going down it was like why are they still going like kentucky was still like running plays plays one of those like oh y'all run like play action uh flea flicker like y'all down 20 <laughs> points uh and i was like this is gonna come down to the especially if they keep driving because somebody somewhere cares about that and little did they know uh they punched one in but I'll say the second touchdown was Kentucky's second 75-yard touchdown drive of the day. This is against a UGA defense that is on pace to be, like, the best of all time. I um, saw a thing yesterday. They've had 83 drives allowed against seven over seven games. They're allowing .47 points per drive. .47 points per drive. Number two, for reference, is .94. Like, they're more than twice as good as the number two defense at allowing points per drive. And Kentucky had two 75-yard touchdown drives. So I feel I feel fine about that. But that's not why I want to talk about college football. Ed Orgeron just got, I don't know what to I don't see more, it, more people, you can't even call it fired anymore. There's more convenient firings than ever. John Gruden had a convenient fire. Nobody gets fired anymore. It's all too convenient. But Ed Orgeron had to let him coach this year. He leaves. And so the LSU job is open. The USC job is open. And I feel like we just keep hearing that these are elite jobs. I'm. It's like, why are they open again? How's, how's this, why is this job open again? Texas. Texas is one of them, though. Texas maybe has a coach. They're not good now, but maybe they have a coach. Well, isn't the LSU job open because uh, Coach O is too horny? Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure there's an athletic article. It's like, he just loves the women. <laughs> Listen, devastatingly horny. Um, but uh, that was that's not why he doesn't coach there anymore. Them losing is why he doesn't coach there anymore. Well, but did he they start losing because he started uh, focusing on uh, chasing tail instead of uh, well, I'll, I'll, next week's defense? The thing, they won the championship 2019. One of the, it's going to end up proving to be one of the more stacked rosters of all time. Like just in terms of, Joe Burrow was throwing to Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson was his number two receiver. That's just the level of talent with Joe Brady calling the plays, who is offensive coordinator in Carolina now. So they won that championship. He got divorced like a month later. So the following, you know, what I'm saying he's having his fun. But even then, like last year, a lot of Jamar Chase, opt, a lot of players opted out. Nobody really cared that LSU wasn't good last year. This year, they're not. They just beat the. Uh, Florida, it's not like they're like one in six bad, right? They're just bad for LSU. And he was super horny. It's just a bad, <laughs> it's a bad combo, man. It's just a bad because if, if he was six and one, he could be as horny as he wanted. That's just the game. I love uh, the idea that he wasn't horny before he won a national championship. Well, he was married. <laughs> he, was, he was a married man. It's like, oh, now that I'm a winner, I can get these kind of women. What? Need to up my libido. <laughs> Listen, there's I was listening to Bomani Jones on that. There's something to this because Ed Ordron was like born and raised in Louisiana. So became the LSU head coach. And one so he like was not only that guy, he was like the guy, uh, the guy that was the guy when he was little. Like, you know what I'm saying? He was so and he just happened to be getting a like the stars aligned for him to do a bit of hoeing. Uh and he Seems like he capitalized. His mistake was also not knowing his clientele. Like, apparently, he tried to talk to 
somebody that was like a very high up person's uh, wife, which is just you got to know you, you, yeah, you, you, you sloppy. Oh, you're sloppy. Also, I saw he was uh, bringing bringing women to the locker room, bringing women to the facility. It's like you gotta well, you gotta keep these things separate. Well, bringing women to the facilities, that it is what it is. He was letting their children run drills. That's where you lose <laughs> running with the first team. Yeah, listen, Come on, that's baby. Where, yeah, no, 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 listen, line up against Jamar Chet. You don't mind, do you, Jamar? Uh, Come on, baby, come home with me, and I'll let you a little <laughs> run with yeah, the ones. Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, uh, and they're like, okay, <laughs> it's LSU. What they gonna say? It's the it's Ed. Be the coach at LSU. So, too horny. Either way, that job is open. And over the last twenty years, they've had three coaches, all of which have won championships. So this is a, I think, a good job. But again, also, it's like, why is this job so? If it's so good. Why is the same person not like Alabama don't ain't had three coaches in 20 years. Alabama just had Nick Saban and they've had Nick Saban, Les Miles, Ed O. You could already the last two weren't even really that good. That's how good of a job LSU is. This just feels like I imagine Joe Brady. I I, I hear Joe Brady. It's going to come. Does he want to be an NFL or a pro guy? Because um, after this, he's going to be able to get whatever job he wants. And if it just doesn't seem like there's a good, like, there's no Trevor Lawrence to tie yourself to. But LSU still a good job. USC. USC is the one. I think USC might trick y'all as an elite job. Like Pete Carroll. I mean, Pete Carroll just went on like an all-time run. He won at least 11 games out of 13 in seven straight years. Since then... They have one conference title and they've hit 10 wins four times. They're about to have coach number six in that span. So it's like, this, this is the elite gig, the one nobody can stay at, the one nobody's won at since Pete Carroll. Nobody's really won at since Pete Carroll. And nobody can stay at. This is the great gig. Uh, but I just it is. don't get college football about like, I feel like back in the day, it used to be like regional recruiting. So USC Definitely. would probably get like, all the best California players. But at this Definitely. point, Nick Saban can travel around the uh, United States oh, and like, he gets the best, like... Najee Harris is from California. Yeah. Like, that, that, that's what kind of pool Nick Saban got. If Nick Saban, if you got a prospect and he wants you, that's just how it's going to happen. The weird thing about, and why USC, I, I mean, it's still elite, even with the downturn, is that there's no... In the time USC declined, there is no Western, like no West Coast powerhouse. Like it, the best team right now is Oregon, who they're like a top ten team, but they're not a they beat Ohio State and lost to I think Stanford, and Stanford's not good. Like they're not a powerhouse. Boise State was running shit for a while. Their coach went to Washington, then he retired. So what? they Washington and Boise State are not the same. Cal, UCLA, like there's just no like dominant program. So USC probably the easiest to get back. LSU for as good as a, uh, of a job is you're in the same division as Alabama. That's just that's what I was going to say. I can see some appeal in trying to be the best team, not in the SEC. Like, yeah, well, like we're going to be the team that uh, Alabama beats in the championship every year. Yeah, listen, Lincoln Riley is in a great spot. Lincoln Riley's the head coach of Oklahoma. They've been, I think they've been in the college football playoff every single year. They haven't won a game in any of them, but he keeps putting like number one quarterbacks into like whenever Lincoln Riley wants a whatever job, he'll 
have that. I feel like USC could easily step back into that. Oklahoma's just like, we're the best team that's not, we're the best team in the Big Ten. Just be the best team in your, that's it. Just be the best team in your conference. Uh, but Texas, good Lord. Texas be getting shelled by Oklahoma, man. Texas, I think Texas might honestly be a bad job. And I feel like we feel like it's like the Holy Grail job, but it's te- like you said, it, it's not regional anymore. It's not just what well, we just keep Texas. No, you don't. Everybody going to get them a taste of, of Texas. Like Oklahoma, Oklahoma State are two top 10 teams right now. So you got them fighting. Iowa State. If I told you Iowa State finished ninth last year in football, would you believe me? No. They did. I know you don't believe me because you, <laughs> you, you just. <laughs> they pull that off. You just admitted such. Um Everyone's going dying to go to the like third biggest city in Iowa. Everyone wants to be a cyclone. Uh, but Iowa State finished ninth last year. Baylor, who went through like hell, like for off field reasons, uh, some on field because of coach, but they're kind of just like they're top 20 now. Like Baylor might just be back as a Texas program. Texas has won two conference titles since 1997, both of which were Mac Jones. Like it may be Steve Sarkeesian, he's their guy now, but he's he four and three right now. He's got road games against Baylor and Iowa State coming up, so he might not be four and three. Well, I mean, he's not going to be four and three for long unless they just I don't know boycott the rest of the season. I can't imagine that would happen. But Mac Brown was the only good coach they had. He got four years after the title. Charlie Strong got three. Tom Herman got four. And right now, Sarkeesian's in the middle of his first one but i just feel like it's about to get worse before it gets better and the pressure is always up in texas you just got matthew mcconaughey just calling you at all hours of the night yeah he's just like what? <laughs> he's like how did you get this number horns up brother it's for matthew horns. mcconaughey i get the i make the hiring decisions <laughs> i signed you this number uh yeah so it's i mean of course oh if you get it right if you get if you get it right but i just Oklahoma's not going anywhere. I think Baylor's legit. If you build a top 10 program at Iowa State, you're doing something right. So I just don't. Texas doesn't feel to have like the division or the region or the patience. They'll have all the money. You'll be on TV and all that. But when you lose, you're going to be on TV, too. And I mean, I just don't buy like money. It's it's college sports, bro. They've all got. You know, like now Texas, Ohio, like some have more than others for sure. But for stuff they want athletics wise, they, they've they all uh, got the money. So I'll say all that to say, hey, USC. Um, hit my, I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying nobody knows the uh, West Coast like me. Um, and if not, LSU. Hit my line. I feel like we could really work out there. Um I will not have my host kids running drills. I can promise you. They can call plays. They can call. Yeah, listen. They can. They can call <laughs> plays. They. They want to stretch out the players. They want to wear the headset. I, I, I'm. I'm all fine with that. But uh, no, running the drills. No, no, no. Um, in Texas, hey Steve Sarkeesian, man, be a real shame if y'all lost both of those games to Baylor and Iowa State and needed old Trilly Boy to uh come get you back in shape but that's neither here nor there it's neither here nor there 
I'm rooting for Georgia to win it all, just so I can say we lost to like the. I think they're really going to end up being statistically the best deep like of all time, and it's one of those. I feel like those records get broke like every two years, so I'm just going to enjoy it for the two years. Uh, right, like at a time where offense is at an extreme premium, they're allowing less than half a point per drive, and we scored 13 of them. So, kind of feeling like a bad bitch. Some are saying Kentucky won the game anyway. Um. That's neither here nor there. The Cats have the week off to get some rest. We're going to take off and get some rest. Uh, we're, we're probably going to get some rest. Uh, bird of the week, Jam. I feel like it's that time. I, feel, I know that's what you're about to get into. Bird talk. Um, Come on. Could go, could go Meadowlark. Uh, okay. But what, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Bush what's tit. your heart? Which one? Uh, the bush tit. The b- <laughs> Man, yeah, listen. Heart says bush tit. Mine says bush tit. <laughs> the answer is bush tit. The answer is I, I'm praying that uh, everybody this weekend gets a little bush tit. Um, Watch out, Coach O. Respect, yeah. <laughs> Respectfully, of course. Consensually, of course. Uh, but no, have a good weekend. It's a lot of good sports going on. Go Braves, please. Like three and one again against the Dodgers again. It's just, I just, I. Even if they lose the World Series, you can't lose three one again to the Dodgers in the to the same team two straight years. Can't do that. But it would. Oh my god, me at the World Series on underdogs? Dot no, 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 no. Uh no, this just doesn't track. Um. So now before I get any more, uh. uh Hairbrain is that it? Hairbrain ideas? Yeah. Scatterbrain, sure. hairbrain. Yeah, hairbrain ideas. We're gonna get on out of here. Smooth with brain idea. You, you know, yeah. smart oh. people have a lot more folds in their brains. Smooth brains are bad yeah. uh, dummies. <laughs> there was one thing I forgot to do. Last week we did a draft, a 12-team draft. And because everyone loves fantasy talk. Also, thank thank uh, everybody for joining the draft. I'm trying to see here. Okay, yeah, Connor, Marco Polo, Stucky, Whack Human Being, Sushi, Sexual Jumanji. They just let anybody in this room, <laughs> clearly. Uh, Cape, AC, myself, Nick's Tape, Jam, and Little Iceberg. Now, Jam's in 11th place, quiet as, it is, quiet, uh, as it's kept. Um. But, yeah, we did a 12-person draft, just the team. Like, this is just your squad for this season for this season now i'm in ninth right now so we might get another one going soon so i can be in like first um so if we do that we'll keep you uh posted but promo code trill you will want to jump in there with that promo code you'll get your your ten dollar deposit my team is scary the first person on my team is ben simmons i'm very scared (laughs) i was we drafted this, and I was like, I mean, the season's here now, right? Not for Ben Simmons. Um, Chris Paul, I have Colin Sexton, Jalen Suggs, Malik Beasley, Killian Hayes, DeAnthony Melton. My wings are LeBron James, Karis LeVert, Josh Giddy, Cam Reddish, Daniel Gafford, who is somehow listed as a wing here. Uh, suck it, wrist team, known uh, shooting guard Daniel Gafford. Uh, and my bigs, Joel Embiid. Isaiah Stewart, Kelly Olenek, Kim Birch. I feel good about my team. 
Those look at Jam's piece of shit team. Jam is you got, picked in front of me twice and took Giddy and uh, Jalen Suggs. I could me. tell that's who you wanted. I, that's exactly why I exactly who I wanted. It was uh, uh, I didn't like it. I didn't care for it. You Jam has Trey Young, Freddie Van Vliet, Jalen Green, Buddy Hield, Dennis Schroeder, Goran Dragic. A lot of uh, a lot of foreigners there, Jam. They're taking our jobs. Uh, no, Paul George on the wing, Gordon Hayward, Laurie Markkinen. Kevin Herter, Jay Crowder, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Ayton, Robert Williams, Wendell Carter, Devisa Zubak. So I know who's finishing in 11th place. We yeah, it's that our sexual team. Jumanji. It's that, Juman- it's that son of a bitch Jumanji. Uh, again, they really do just let it, like Underdog just doesn't vet this shit at all. So I say this, get in before they even start trying to vet. Promo code TRILL. Get your 10 when you uh free deposit. Whoops. And it's a lot of it's a lot like again, we got the basketball picks going on. This is the one I made earlier. I, I just wanted to catch this before the wrist team tried any shenanigans. Giannis tonight versus the Heat. Over 49 and a half points, rebounds, assists. I think this might just be my play for the year. Just taking over Giannis for every single if, if it's the line for game one was either 50 and a half or 49 and a half. And I took it and he had 34, 12 and seven. I feel like if I just take the over, he's going to miss it sometimes, but on the whole, I feel like he generally does though. And against the heat, I feel like he just has a blood feud against the heat for the rest of his career. Trey young uh, plays against the Mavericks. I'm taking over eight and a half assist. I feel like people always expect Trey to come out and, and gun, but he's, I think he's again second in assists the last two or three years. Like he's just kind of good for eight or nine. I'm sure it'll be exactly eight. And Stephen Curry, who hurt me, who hurt me because I had no idea he sucks at the Staples Center, but only against the Lakers. Only against the Lakers. I need him to make more than five three pointers. Now he's playing the Clippers, but they're playing in Golden State. So over five and a half three pointers for Steph. Over 49 and a half points, rebounds, assists for Giannis. Over eight and a half assists for Trey. I'm going to send this now because by the time it hits, I just want it to be up there. And if it doesn't hit, then I'll delete it. So that's a strong group of games. Three games for a Thursday night. Yeah. Like we, again, the Thursday night game, uh, Denver and Cleveland, no Baker Mayfield. So I, I might watch that just to watch Cleveland with no Baker Mayfield. Um. Yeah, a lot of a lot of a lot of sports ball. A lot of sports ball. It'd be a real shame if, if if you got in on it. Again, promo code trill. So for myself, for the bush tit, for underdog, for jam. We will catch you next time.